pod, 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 pod. Rugby pod. Welcome back to the Rugby Pod, brought to you by Rugby Pass, the live streaming of Home Internationals, Premiership, Super Rugby, and more in Asia. So go and check them out at rugbypass.com and give them a follow as well on social media. Jim, only one place to start really, mate. You've made a huge announcement on social media. Uh, you're gone. You're finished. You're out. I'm done. Body's... I don't believe it. It's packed in. Hey, you can only go until you can go. What happened to... you still got it in you, mate. Those two minutes off the bench every week. Mate, you bury me every week for not being good enough. No, but you are. You just haven't got long enough in you. Mate, body's had enough. Um, I, I didn't really want to announce it after then, but apparently Sky Sports said something, this will be my final year. Loads of people have said it. Yeah, and loads yeah, of media. Yeah. I just Barnes hung out dry, apparently, yeah. Sam. Who's he? Don't know. Worst you, you may, I think. Do you know what? I think because he listens to the podcast and he's heard you abuse him on the podcast, he actually came out and said, Jim Hamilton, who's retiring at the end of the season, Mm. Well, there you he go. Got your news out. He got your news well, out before go, you could. I had this vision, right? So I had this vision that I was going to come on in the final. Yeah. Thirty minutes to go, going in under the sticks, and then hugging the, the European trophy. Yeah. And a lot of that did happen. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Did you see my tweet pre-game? Not pre-game. During the game. No. With twenty minutes to go, when it was getting tight, only one thing you can tweet: it's time for the melted wheelie bin. The, the match I winner from that. the bench needed to come on. I didn't see the tweet. I had 7,000 7, tweets. Yeah, no, no. So nice I, that, I, didn't, I, I didn't see it. Um, I was happy to get on. I'm getting a lot of banter off the boys. The finisher? John, John Terry. What are you, mate, getting, that's what I'm calling you. John Terry. John mate. Terry. Every freaking photo, middle of the photo, full kit, <laughs> clean as you like. Jim's the, Everyone thinks Jim's the skipper. You know what? 80 seconds of rugby union in the final and he's leading the charge. I've played John every Terry game. Thousands. I've played every game and then all the, the pictures and stuff from last year, my head's chopped off. I've thought, not this time. I'm fucking at the front. <laughs> I am at the front and my profile is staying relevant for the whole of next year when they show the VT of the Champions Cup being lifted and I'm at the front. Who's that kid? Is that, no, it's not Marrow. Uh, no, not Cruz. Can't see those boys. Yeah, I thought they were going to bring Marrow or George off. They were struggling. Were they? Yeah, in the With, game they were struggling. What? Yeah, form? Just fatigue. Fatigue. Didn't play well. So I was stripped off, ready to go. When did you first get stripped off? Yeah. 77th minute. <laughs> <laughs> Were you trying to play your case to get on there? I said to him, I'm getting on there. I said, you're either putting me on properly or I'm walking on the pitch. Did you say Sam said. Alex Sam I said, Alex, I am on that pitch at the final whistle, whether you pull someone off or not. But no, we are, it was amazing. Amazing team to be a part of and on the retirement front... It felt like the time was right. Um, the bodies slowly dwindled the last few months and I probably would have stayed at Saracens for another year had there been an opportunity. But for me to go elsewhere, you know, potentially have to move with the family. Like I said last week, wife's due with twins, so we're going to have four kids, two dogs. We might find a cat along the way. Yeah, why not? Exactly. So that's so. it then, two more games. Hopefully, two so more games. These, these rumours, and, and this is a lesson now, mm. These rumours about London Irish that you'd sign... We've seen it everywhere. All this the, these rumours about the Lions tour. Well, Lions tour, we could still come out of that. We could still get there. We could still get Jim Hamilton playing in a Lions jersey. If there's an... Because well, it's still this season. Yeah. I said, you see, see my statement, yeah. I am retiring from rugby yeah. at the end of this season. I didn't say I've got two more games. So all that London Irish stuff that people have rumoured about you signing and going to London Irish. I've no idea. How are you feeling now that you've made the announcement? Mentally, I suppose. Well... Can I say physically, I'm absolutely ball-bagged. Went out on Saturday, 
and I don't drink. I'm not a big drinker these days. How good were the celebrations? Unbelievable. Yeah. So we'll go back to the celebrations a bit later. We, we saw our good friend Richard Baz Barrington mm. leading the charge with a, a, a boot Remix. on, broken hand. He's got a boot on up to his knee, and he's in the middle, not 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 giving a belly out everywhere, not giving a toss. Ah, oh, hanging out the back. Um, it was awesome, um, but I've had food poisoning. It's called a hangover, Jim. It's, this is disgusting now. Came back on the train on Sunday, party train. So you've gone Saturday night, gone out, got absolutely smashed. Got absolutely slippered with mate slug. Yeah. Just yeah, I just went too hard. Went too hard. Not used to it. Smoked a couple of Marlboros. And then next to me, lungs the next day, I am spewing. And you're calling it alcohol poisoning? Well, I put it this way, my wife weren't happy. <laughs> She's coming to Edinburgh on the train with the two kids. With the kids? Screaming, screaming the train down on the way up. Twins in the belly. Come to the game. So that's Saturday she came so up no on the drink, train. No drinking for her? No drinking for her. Absolutely hang, hang, hanging. Comes out after we went to the jam house. Went out. Big function. I bang him in a taxi. You bang who in a taxi? <laughs> <That's just> <laughs> <laughs> bang the wife in the taxi. Titty Von Tramp wasn't there, was she? <laughs> and then uh, head, head back out and I just let loose. And the next day I'm spewing in the toilet. The kids are like, what's wrong with dad? Mum's like, he's got food poisoning. So basically it's... I've what, disgraced myself. It's what most people call a hangover. Mm. And you're claiming it's alcohol poisoning. got a hangover. So soft. Whoa! <laughs> There were some pretty special uh, celebrations that were like going on in the, in the changing rooms. A few few chants for Ash as well. Yeah, what was Ash's one? Oh, he's a knobhead, mate. He's not Is a knobhead. No, he's a nice lad. Um, shall I sing it? Yeah. Go on. <coughs> Ashy's off to Toulon. He's a cheeky so-and-so, a cheeky so-and-so. Ashy's off to Toulon. Do you know the only thing that disappointed me about that? What? The word so-and-so. So politically correct. Mate, it's just, yeah, it's rugby. Ashy's off to Toulon. Yeah. He's a ginger ball. Any other chance that... Well, there was... <laughs> Whoa, big Jim Hamilton. Was it or not? <laughs> I saw the old... Oh, Marowitzo. Yeah, he was... Yeah, that was good. Did, was there a song for Jim? You were struggling with your phone, weren't you? Oh, yeah. You were trying to get media content I was, everywhere. Well, I was trying to, get, trying to get a video. I don't I don't work my phone that much. So, no, unbelievable. Worthy winners. Credit, worthy credit winners. to Saracens, yeah. They, they were. What yeah, a try, though. Let's, uh, Nick Abenedon's try. How good is that Pato? Or Yato? It, yeah, Pato Yato, isn't it? Yeah. Is it Yato? Yato's his surname. No, it's Pato. Pato. It's not Yato. Whoever it is. It's Pato. Is it? Anyway. How good is he? Wh- why did they take him off? I couldn't believe it. Best player on best the pitch. On, well, no, no, no. Not best player on the field because, my God, Billy Vinopola is yeah. probably, right now, the best player in the world. That's why you look at me before you make a statement like that, just to try and get a rise out of me. Because I... he's generally the best player in the world Mate. right now. Billy is, I reckon. Ben Barrett. Both of them. And Brad Barrett, Bowden, oh, Bowden oh, Barrett. Never heard of him. Who's that? But yeah. Yato. Pat, you call Pato. him Pato. His name's Pato. I'm calling him Yato. All right. Should we do some stats? We can have a look. Oh. Should we find our man? Have we got Have we got Jim's stats from the weekend? Eighty seconds, zero tackles, zero touches. Every photo right in the middle. John Terry! There we go. Hey. Do you remember that? John Terry, Champions Cup final, full kit wanker he was, in the middle of every... He wasn't even involved, John Terry. He well, I his, was. He was in his suit on the side of the pitch. I was. And he gets his full kit out. Basically, Jim Hamilton did a John Terry. Conservative. Absolutely. Conservative. For, we've got another big game coming up. You never know. And um, Ashton bows out of series, becoming the top try scorer in Europe. He strikes me as a kind of lad that would be going around the changing room telling everyone that he just became the top try scorer is yeah. that about right yeah he did Yeah, hell of a nudge from uh, Alex Good as well Yeah, my not so related younger brother that was a hell of a nudge Scott's betting just went 
Just came up commit, too quick. Committed too much. Don't need to do that. Alex Good has had his kit on for 48 I've heard, hours. I've seen, I've seen Snapchat. 48 hours. Yeah. He's had his kit on. I bet he's buzzing. Yeah. Is it? No shower. Game, no shower. Straight after the game. Full kit. We call him a full kit. Oh, okay. Full kit. Out the night. Full kit. All the next day. Full kit. Good on him. Good yeah. on him. Soak it up. Exactly. Literally. How long was it until you took off the jersey? You know, it's one of those sentimental moments. Well, I'll be honest, there weren't much sweat in it, so it weren't that heavy. Um, there was a lot of alcohol sprayed on it, but I've kept it. I'm not a big fan of memorabilia, like my own Hold stuff. on. Can, we say, can you say you're now not a big fan of memorabilia? Why? Do you remember your house in Freeman's Meadow, Lester? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? I do. And at the time, I don't think Beck was living there? No, she wasn't, no. You walk into his house. Lad pad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you walk into his house, there's just shirts, Scotland shirts everywhere. They weren't Scotland shirts. They were shirts that I'd swap with fellow internationalists. He didn't put a Scotland shirt on the wall. I put one Scotland shirt yeah, on. Yeah, shirts everywhere, all over the wall. I don't do that now. And he, he used to take people back there. And not for him, for his friends, and say, my mate plays for Scotland. Yeah. Did he have a special Ravo, room for them? Ravo or? used to get his arm out, didn't he? He's, Ravo's arm. Ravo's arm used to yeah. fit. Lady called the ironing board lady. The ironing board lady. Well, she ironing lady. That, well, basically, Colson let her have it over an ironing board. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Some teams have got the physio board lady, haven't they? Well, I'm not too sure. Goody might know about that. Nope. Yeah. Never, never. But no, cracking, cracking couple of days. Thoroughly enjoyable, and rightly so that we've gone out and enjoyed it. Um, it's a big. You should. I like, I like that. Do you know what? I love that. A lot of people. It's, by the way, it's Yato. It's not. It's not Pato. It's okay. Yato. Well, it might be if you if you're as posh like you, Yato. It's spelt Y-A-T-O. What do you reckon? Yeah, your pato. Uh, your pato. Anyway, um, fair play to Saris, boys. A lot of people with a semi-final coming up this week, a lot of clubs would have said, right, got to get Reds on for the semi. Saracens have gone. We've just gone back-to-back European champions. Well, let's get on the absolute hose for two days and then meet you at training on Tuesday. Well, do you remember at Leicester back in the day where we won the Premiership mm. and didn't celebrate mm. and then we played Wasps lost. and lost and then it all kicked off? On the bus because everyone was that raging. Was, that was everything out the window on the way on the on the way home. Yeah, we've had that story, haven't we? We've had that story. Clement and Tad to feel, uh, not feel sorry for these guys. Bridesmaids again. Did you guys have a beer with them afterwards? No, they shot straight back, straight back off. Because I think if they won it, there was going to be a big fanfare at the the airport lined up yeah. for them. Do you see the pictures of? You wouldn't have seen it. You might have done because you were obviously sat on the bench watching. But the pictures of. Um, all the Claremont fans back in Claremont in the, I can't remember, oh, yeah. Square. There was thousands of thousands them. Of was thousands of them. Yeah, mate. Yeah. It, was, it was unbelievable. Yeah, it was and like... Then when, oh, I, call, I called it, I called it last week, right? Game was, uh, Saracens were the better team. The difference, and I believe Villapolo was man of the match and all that stuff, but Owen Farrell, phenomenal player, and I called it... He can just control Lopez, the game. Lopez, so Lopez well, okay. straight in front of the sticks, five minutes to go to bring your team five points back into Rushed the game it. you get the penalty you're five points behind then you can put pressure on Saris uh, as soon as he misses that you're like hey it's one boys I'm like Jim's yeah, tops hey. off ready to go as soon as he missed it <laughs> zips off I'm down <laughs> but, uh, yeah there we go after Clement played very well though didn't they did Fritz Lee how good is he yeah well Fritz Lee and Fritz Lee Piatto, and y- Yato two unbelievable players yeah. Fritz Lee didn't play last time we played them he was he's phenomenal yeah, yeah unbelievable over the ball because he's been over there for a Couple of years now, he might another bloody key. He might almost be qualifying for France. All these islanders are good, they're unbelievable, aren't they? Yeah, because the 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 residency rule it's now been extended, isn't it? I like that. I do agree. Because you have someone like Fritz Lee who's come over here for a couple of seasons and could probably play for France and 
and and then everything sort of changes. Yeah, I don't I listen. I think, and we, I've talked about this before in various media mongol circles. Um, but it's th- it's been three years, which is nowhere near enough. And obviously, ultimately, it's the drain on the Pacific Islands and all that stuff. And five years to span over a World Cup is is exactly the way to go because I know it's a career move, and you know guys are trying to better themselves and. We've all been there and taken bigger contracts to move clubs, etc. Um, but you know, you've seen the the difference between the top tier, England, New Zealand, all those nations, Ireland that are having project players, and the Pacific nations and all that stuff. It's only going to get bigger if you keep it at three years because they'll just continue to pump money into various academies over there, and different clubs do that to steal players. And the Kiwis, Clement, Clement, yeah, yeah. and the Kiwis started it, yeah. They start at the school level, going off in scholarships to Auckland Grammar and things like that, don't they? Are you sure about that? But do, you, do you not, think, sure do you not that? think that that's a great thing for them kids, though? A great no, opportunity. No, I do. I do. You can still do it. But... You can still do it, and I don't, you know. But I also think that world rugby needs to try and redistribute some wealth in the right possible way to so so that you can improve structures and everything in Fiji. Samoa and Tonga and, and the, all the Pacific Islands, whereby you improve the level of the game. Someone that's been very outspoken about that recently is uh, former Samoan captain Dan Leo. Dan joins us on the phone now. Thanks uh, for joining us, Dan. Hello. Thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, so we were just talking about the residency rule, something you've been very outspoken about uh, in uh, recent times, moving from three to five years, the right decision? Oh, look, it's from the outside, from, from looking from the outside, I think it's the right decision. It's good that. Uh, World Rugby are doing something for the development of, uh, of Tier 2 nations. Uh, whether it's the right thing for Pacific Island Rugby is, a, is, a, is another question. I'm not so uh, convinced that uh, it's going to have a massive effect on, uh, on, on, on anything, you know, on, on stopping the, uh, you know, the, the flow of players that we, we lose every year to the likes of New Zealand and Australia, etc. Uh, on that point, obviously everyone, to the, to the average person, they'll go, oh, I think it's a great idea. More players would then stay and want to play for Fiji, Samoa, Tonga, etc., you're obviously, obviously in the thick of that, being a, you know, obviously a, an ambassador for it and Samoan international. What would you do yourself to change it all? And what, how would yeah, you look, change it? Yeah, I mean, the, the, key, the key thing is, I think, you know, the eligibility laws change from three to five years. We're losing our, our a lot of our players a lot younger, uh, a lot, a lot earlier than that. You know, they could they could have changed it to eight years, and it still wouldn't have had a dramatic difference. I don't think. We've got, um, we've got scouts. Talent scouts uh, scouring our shores from you know as young as the age of uh, 13, 14. They're offering scholarships to you know to the best to the cream of the crop of our schoolboys even at that age. Um, so I think um, ideally, rather than looking at ways to stop people from you know to uh, from going, they need to give people uh, reasons to stay, which I'm not sure has actually been the case. I think um, you know we haven't got we haven't got any professional rugby in the Pacific Islands, so there's no pathway. Um, and being a third world country, if you want to provide for your families, which is a huge part of uh, the Pacific Islander being, is uh, being able to, you know, not provide just for your families, but your extended families and your villages, um, you've got to leave. Um, and at least, unless that changes, um, then uh, we're always going to have a problem where, where people are, you know, aren't going to be around to play for Samoa when they hit their, you know, late teens and early 20s. So, so how do you change that then? Um, I'd, I mean, personally, I'd like to see um, Sanzar and Super Rugby uh, come in and, and, and offer us a, a, a seat at the table. I think we've been for a long time we've been overlooked. 
um, when it comes to Super Rugby. Um, they've, they've extended the competition massively uh, to the detriment of the competition, I think, uh, by you know um, by expanding to, to Japan and, and Singapore and uh, and uh, in Argentina without actually looking at um, you know who's on their doorstep, who's got the biggest you know one of the uh, you know a uh, one of the most passionate rugby uh, regions of the world and b uh, one of the biggest talent pools. We know that sands are especially uh, driven by money. You only need to see the the structure and the confusion going on with the current Super Rugby format. Uh, what would be in it for them for for bringing a Pacific Island team in? I know that sounds arrogant as a New Zealander, but you know, <laughs> seriously, that's what that's what they look at, isn't it? It is, you know, and I mean, I mean, I'd, I'd like to think that we've got to the, you know, to, to the point in, in rugby where rather than looking at things purely from a monetary position, to do what's what's right by the game and what's what's right by the by some of the, the nations that have been playing rugby since you know since its professional inception in 1995 and doing very well against the odds um, in, in that case as well and I just think it's a great opportunity for the game rather than you know we're never going to compete with the, the footballs and you know the NFLs and the states but what we can do is really um, you know re- reflect our you know what we're very proud about is our is, is our is our values in rugby and I think you know the opportunity to actually give the, the place like the Pacific Islands a leg up, you know. Again, a region that's uh, done so much for the game. I think is a is, is a better example. You know, the best example you can do as a sport, you know, is, is to help people that are in a, in a less fortunate position than, than yourselves. And we've got a great opportunity to do that in the Pacific. Um, again, financially, it might not be a much of you know a viable you know commercial uh, opportunity, but in terms of the good the feel good factor around, you know, if you if you really empowered um, somewhere like the Pacific Islands who you know provide Close to twenty percent of all professional rugby players in the world now. Um, I think it's you know the feel good factor around that is you know you can, money can't buy. Moving forward, um, how do you, how do you see this being resolved? Well, look again, it's, it's, it's probably easier you know said than done. It's um, the lack of a professional pathway is, uh, is, is one issue. We've got um, you know the, 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 the you know one of the other key areas is that we're just you know we're getting we're getting. Uh, raped and pillaged by, you know, not just, you know, just um, but by, by rogue rugby agents, but you've got a lot of, a heck of a lot of uh, interest in our, in our athletes uh, in the Pacific. You've got the NRL scouts are hot on the scene now. Um, and also the NFL agents, are, you know, are starting to move on that, in on that space. Um, you know, uh, Pacific Island has been the, the highest uh, um, represented people group in the NFL now per capita. So, um, you know, it's a hot, hotly contested area, for, not just, for, you know, for the, for the skills, but, you know, and um, everyone wants that, that dominating, you know, uh, physical presence in, in their teams, with, you know, with any whatever context sport it might be. Um, so what I'd like to see World Rugby really come do is, is come in and really regulate the agents, uh, the agents' uh, domain. Um, at the moment, you've got too many um, agents going over across to Fiji and Samoa and promising, you know, to the far side of the moon and, and delivering, not having to deliver on anything because there's no very little regulation there. Um, so I think that's a key area, apart from, you know, the introduction of a professional pathway, maybe a super rugby team or even an NPC team, but there needs to be something that retains, that holds, some, you know, something that interests guys to staying rather than just saying, look, you can't come over because you don't, qualify under the five-year residency rules give people reason for the sake because they'll always find a way to, to leave i know i know you say that about them always finding a way to leave and obviously there are you know, we're all guilty of moving somewhere at some point for 
more money in a different job or the same job. But or an opportunity like Jim Hamilton going from Yeah, like Jim, Jim played international rugby for Scotland uh, <laughs> because he couldn't get picked for England. And he's done well. But uh, do you not see, I know you talk about providing for the families and the villages and all stuff like that. Do you, obviously, a, a proud Samoan that came over here and, and um, you know did well in the Premiership, obviously a great career at Irish. Quick question on that before I finish my main question. You and Jim Never. must have played against... You're a tough guy. You played against Jim. Did you ever fill him in or have a fight? Uh, were you involved in that fight when Pacey filled him in at Irish? <laughs> I don't think I was at the club. I think I might have been over in France. Uh, oh, I think, goodness. But no, I always kept a pretty low uh, profile uh, when, when Jim, Big Jim was on the field. You know, I didn't want to go anywhere near him, to be honest. But, uh, <laughs> oh, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll, sort you out next, I'll sort you out next time I see you. Yeah. <laughs> but then back to, back to my main question. Um the opportunity is huge for guys to provide for their family, their extended family villages for for life, effectively, with with some guys when they're super successful. Do you, I mean, I see that as a huge positive as well as a, you know, obviously a huge drain on the international front for, for Samoa Fiji and, and for a guy that's done it himself, where do you sit with yep. that? Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think, you know, we're very thankful for the opportunities that we have to come over here and, and make a decent living. Um, for ourselves and to be able to provide those opportunities, you know, you know to to send money home. And um, um, I'm not against that. You know, I'd, I'd like to see those as many of those opportunities remain open uh, as possible. Um, what's difficult is when you when you lose a whole. I mean, we had we had one of the French clubs come over a couple of years ago and sign the whole Fijian under 20s team. Um, you know, and and, and, and and brought them over and, and put them, you know, and housed them and kept them, you know, and, um, and and so you know, I think they were in two houses of twelve or something like that. And you know, that's that's a massive drain. You know, if you if you lose a whole year group of uh, of your next crop of players to you know to somewhere, then um, that's 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 a big that's a big problem. You know, um, whereas one or two guys who are sort of established players at the end of their careers, you know, that's you know you can you can deal with that. Um, but it's it's tough when you're lo- constantly losing, you know. And as I said, it happens a lot earlier than that as well. In, um, places like Samoa, where you've got, uh, you know, about five or six of the top um, schools in New Zealand go across there, and you know, will offer two two scholarships each uh, to, to to students to come and do their sixth and seventh form in, in New Zealand. So so it happens. It's uh, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough one, um, but you know it's again that that pull to be able to provide financially. Again, sadly, it's one of the only you know the only reason uh, ways that a lot of these guys you know can, can get off the island because there's not a lot of there's not a lot of work opportunities there, um, and very little education. Um, you know, um, there's, um, private schooling is, is is pretty much uh, you know the only way to, to to get a decent education. So it's, again, it's um, maybe it's not just necessarily rugby uh, rugby problem, but there's some social issues there that need to be addressed as well. Dan, uh, you've brought up some valid points. Thank you very, very much for, for coming on the show with us. It's very topical at the moment. Um, best of luck uh, moving forward with it, and um, you will we'll be in touch and, and keep a close eye on, on your work. Great. Thanks very much. Thanks for, uh, thanks for, uh, for promoting the cause. And, uh, yeah, no, it's been a pleasure. Cheers, Dan. Cheers, Cheers, thanks, buddy. Take it easy, mate. One place Samoa are always uh, very competitive is uh, every four years when the World Cup comes around, they always seem to uh, be able to bring together a pretty strong squad. The uh, World Cup draws come out uh, just recently since our last podcast. And uh, England in the group of death with the yes. Argies and, and France. How do you feel about that, Cootie? Well, I'm pretty happy with it, to be honest, because what it's going to do is it's going to prepare us to beat the Kiwis in the semi-final. Simple. No, no, well, you see, Simple. if you read the New Zealand media... Simple. Uh, New Zealand media you. has already... We're the group, we're doing you in the semi. New Zealand media has already uh, got a headline uh, that the All Blacks... 
to face the Wallabies probably in a rematch, mm. uh, all things going uh, according bollocks. to plan. So. England will beat New Zealand in the semi, no doubt. Or, if you're Eddie Jones and you're clever, you might lose a game in the group to finish second to get an easier, group, <laughs> easier path to the final. Well, who would you lose to? Because you don't... You, Argies and France, they're both pretty... Uh, you don't know what team's going to turn up, so you oh, can't... Our record against those two is outstanding. So I've got, got no fear of us losing to France or Argentina. But if you're Eddie Jones, you're clever, maybe you chuck one of the games. You put the shags out. Put, put the Jim Hamiltons of this world for Saracens. Put the... Mate, there could be a... Hey, the shags galore. They could put 50 on a team. <laughs> they 15 of me in there. Scary prospect. You could do that, or you could basically win the group, which he's obviously he'll be aiming to do. Go strong, dust the Kiwis off, and then it'll be, we'll be the number one team in the world playing against the Aussies in the final. Imagine if they didn't get out of their group. Yeah, that happened before. It won't happen again, you knobhead. Where's the next World Cup? Japan? Yeah, Japan, Tokyo. Oh, imagine the heat. Jim, you're big in Japan. You've played in Japan, haven't you? I've played Japan. I'm big in Japan. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm six foot ten wheels. So. <laughs> Got a bit of a following. Um, as you can see, I'm hanging. They must, so I, that's why I'm keeping quiet. Hang I'm hang hanging. You must be an absolute freak show when you walk through the streets of Japan. Oh, Mr. Hamilton, well, you're so big. It's more... Why are you so small downstairs, though? <laughs> hey, my nan would find that offensive. Sorry, it's not, you know. Yeah. Just because your mum's a MILF, that's why. There you go, you go. I don't even, I don't even bring your family into this gym. You are, you are. No, you're I don't talk about your individually, your mother and your father. and Yeah. Let's get away from the mum jokes. Okay, I will. I'm sorry. I just ran out again. <laughs> um, yeah, but more in, yeah, in Hong Kong. I go there quite a lot. Um, ambassador for the rugby union. I'm like the Pied Piper. Hey, do you know what the boys call me as well in, in Scotland? John Terry? What are they no, no, no. <laughs> John Terry? No, no. <laughs> Saracen's John Terry? No, no. Bar the, the extra I, I didn't person. call myself this. The lads called me Beyonce. Duncan, Duncan Taylor says I'm the Beyonce of Scotland. How does that work? He just says, like, we're, I can't go out without people coming up and asking for pictures of Nathan Hines. Like, hey, mate, you're not even Scottish, mate. You're English, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Show us the German. tattoo on your ass. Yeah, you're right, pal. No, I can that, like. Um, yeah, so Beyonce. So, so you're Beyonce. Beyonce is going home. Basically, Beyonce is going home. Beyonce. Are you saying you're the biggest that? thing in Scotland? I'm not saying that. Duncan Taylor. <laughs> Saracen He's Saracen got the biggest hairdo in Scotland. What I love his lid. I know. What's that? He kills it. He's, he's permed. He, does he actually perm it? He absolutely it... perms it, yeah. Wow. That is not real. He, he puts a perm on it. It looks like a, a big bag of pubes on his head. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, he gets that. He gets that a lot. Look at Gives the him some extra height. Look at that pubes on your head. Is he upstairs, downstairs, matching? Or? Bold downstairs, pubes is upstairs. He? Yeah, not... it's just like the opposite. It's just like an opposite. Wow. Yeah. It's no, a beautiful no, thing. No, no Bush. Bush. Yeah. No, Bush on the head. No, George W. That's Bush it. downstairs. Head Bush, get it? Yeah. Bush head. Hey. So that's the World Cup draw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you, so hey, what, why are we no, talking about England? What about Scotland? What group Forget England. Yeah, what about Scotland? Done. This is Scotland's time. Go on. Name, 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 name the Scots group. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Name the Scots group. Japan. They're losing that. Ireland. They're losing yeah. that. Who, who else? They've not been announced yet once, have they? No, I'm not that, that's the their three. That's their three. Yeah, but there's the, the, the three of them are Scotland, Japan, Ireland. Yeah, and then Scotland there's two Japan. two other teams that are going to qualify. That's what I mean. So they haven't they qualified yet, but you you basically you see Scotland against Ireland. That's a win for Ireland. Well, why you, are you see Scotland? That? No, hang on, against Japan in Japan. It's a win for Japan. No, Scotland no, as no ever. Scotland home. beat Ireland in the Six Nations. They hammered mm, them. Yeah. In Murrayfield. At Murrayfield. Where did Scotland finish? Smashed them. Joint third. <laughs> Joint third. Fourth. Um, but Japan. No are, Vern, though. Vern no Vern. Mate, Japan will be a tough game there because. Well, everything. I don't know whether it's, it's changed now. Eddie Jones isn't there, but they said they wanted to win it. That's what they said. Scotland 19. I'm laughing. You're not taking it seriously. They've got Scotland. I think the issue is going to be the weather. 
The Scottish so, lads. So, so, they're mate, they're imagine they're how pasted they all are up there. I know. There'll be some. Well, mate, half the half half Scottish team are Kiwis now. <laughs> I'm joking. That's a joke. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. They're not. You take a joke. New Zealand yeah, and South, South Africa are in the same in the same pool. That's going to be tasty. But saying that, South Africa are average. Yeah, but for the World Cup, they they're, they're like Samoa. Mate. They pull together no, a team from now. Over the... Mate, rugby's moved on now. Yeah, it can't. It you need to have consistently a good team, well coached, and you need to be going into a competition like that. Never write off the South Africans. Like even after losing Japan, they almost tipped over the Kiwis at the last World Cup. But I don't get. So you're just bigging up all the Southern Hemisphere teams. What about Scotland? Oh, I like Scotland. You I like? Think, yeah, you like. I them. think they're overachievers sometimes, but I, I think they're, they're str- what? I think they'll struggle against Japan. When have Japan. Scotland overachieved? Oh, they did overachieve when they beat Georgia once. I agree. They Carry on. Hell of a game. Nine three. That was in Invercargill. I want to see Scotland do well. I played the bagpipes. I got Scottish heritage. I, I like Scotland. Are you another you. plastic Scot? Are you? Yeah, another plastic yeah. Scot. No, I'm a Kiwi, but. I, but he, you know, I like Scotland. Got a soft spot. There we go. Everyone's yeah. got a bit of Scottish in them. I haven't. Yes, you have. I have not. You've had some, though. I have not. I've nothing has touched. Mate, you eat haggis? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I eat a lot of things. You eat a lot of haggis? <laughs> a lot. I, I eat a lot of kebabs, mate, but I'm not Turkish, mate. You look like a haggis. <laughs> you were a haggis. <laughs> I was you in that seat. haggis. Let's talk. Hey, while we're on the subject of food, I just need to make an announcement. Oh, God, we've only got an hour, mate. I need to make an announcement to the world. On this podcast, I've just had the best burger I've ever eaten. I've eaten a lot of burgers in my time, I know. I've just had the best burger I've ever eaten in my life. At 37 years of age, I've probably eaten 37,000 burgers minimum. Yeah. I feel career. like this is a quote that I'm going to see when I'm going up the escalator in the tube on the side of the, like a telegraph, Andy yeah. Goods. All our listeners, get yourself to Mac and Wild. That burger there that we've just had, unbelievable. I've not asked you either. You haven't either. Say that. I no. said to not say anything. One of the things about burgers which annoys me a lot is when they when you ask for bacon and they put bacon and you just never taste the bacon. Oh, so good. But the bacon in that Mac and Wild burger, it was like three or four layers of it. Scottish. It's like I was trying to get through the bacon. Scottish, that's amazing. why. Let's go to the good, the bad, the ugly. I know Goody's been sitting there scribbling down notes. You didn't do any prep this week, did you? I've been drinking all week. Oh, lad. Have Such you? a lot, yeah. The good, but it, it wasn't that much rugby this weekend, was there? In terms of the amount of games, but there's enough good things to come out of it. Crusaders beat the yeah. Hurricanes, we'll start with the Crusaders. Bit. They beat the Hurricanes. Um, it's super touch, but showing a blueprint how to shut down Bowden Barrett. Maybe such a garbage game of rugby that was. Yeah, Everyone talks about the the quality of New Zealand rackers. You bloody Kiwis. Or South African now? Are we? No, or? no, no, South African. No, no. Uh, anyway, Crusaders did well. They beat the the Canes. We'll, we'll quickly slip over that bit. Stade Francais, it's been a very tough year for Stade. Um, obviously, all the stuff about the takeover, financial difficulties. Finally, won their first European trophy on Friday night, beating Gloucester. I love um, a game. Yeah, yeah. Not, not. Dumaru, what a try, though. Did you see his try? Yeah. That was effectively what won it in reality. And uh, yeah, so Stade Francais, they were pretty good. Then we go to the Sevens. I'm going to give a shout out to Scottish rugby. I don't do this often. Yeah, well, rightly so. Scotland Sevens, they dusted off Fiji in the quarters. Dusted off England in the semis. And then they were all farting no poo and lost in the final. But they did well. Scotland, fair play to them. They uh, actually stood up and were counted. They were really good at the weekend until they met the Blitzbocker, South Africa in the final, who were also pretty good. South Africa won the tournament over in Paris. Champions of the Sevens World Series for the first time since 2009. So they were pretty good. But there's only one thing this weekend to talk about. Jim Hamilton's two minutes in Murrayfield? Um, no. Uh, Saracens. We'll just go collectively. <laughs> Saracens. Saracens, obviously, 
loads of things to talk about. Back-to-back European champions. Um, not many of us have done that, and I say us because I have done that myself <laughs> at Leicester back in the day. So humble. It's so humble. There's only, you know, I think there's only four teams that have managed it. Leicester, 2001 and 2002. We were the first team to do it. Yes, we were. We, any, did you get any of those medals? Jim? I was in the academy. Okay. I was, um, I was proper John Terry yeah. then. Uh, so Leicester did it. Leinster obviously did it twice. Toulon did it three times. And now Saracens. So tip your hat to Saris. What an achievement that is. I love the whole Saris vibe. you know. And I've said it before. Every player that doesn't play at Saris, plays at other clubs, sees what they do, would love to be there. Mm. Um, you know, you look at Billy Vinopolo in his interview after the game. First of all, thank the Lord. And then apologise straight away to saying I'm going to get very drunk tonight, which I love. I love. Yeah, nice, A lot of players it? would just be like, yeah, I'm going to get my head on for next week. And it's great to win this, but we've got the semi next week. Saracens have gone to town. Alex Gu is probably still in his kit, telling everyone how good that kick was. Was a good, was a good chip mm. kick through for or grabber through for Ashley's try. Um, so this, this week the good Saracens. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. And if you get yourself down to Argos now, they've got a um, and quote Jim Hamilton, you get fifty percent off a selfie stick to get yourself in the middle of every photo. John <laughs> Terry. Hey, I'll take it. Hey, John Terry. Ten of years Union. time. Played thirty minutes. That's did all you? I know. Did you? How long did I play last last Champions Cup final? Uh... Two minutes again, I think it was, wasn't it? It was a minute. You've doubled it there. Thanks there very go. much. <laughs> there we go. 30 years. Thank you very week. much. 60. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the good. Saracens get the good. The bad. Um, the Bulls. A little bit. Touch on a little bit of Super Rugby. The mm. Bulls lost again. Uh, and after the game, they announced they're having a wide-ranging consultation to find a turnaround plan for this franchise. I mean, Safcon Rugby's in a bit of a state at the minute. The Blitzbot, seven's good. Super Rugby teams, and some of them not so good. And the national team, not great either. But... The bad this week's got to go to Gloucester. Another season, they flatter to deceive. So much hope. I'd hate to be a Gloucester fan. Hate to be a Gloucester fan. So much potential there. And again, they underachieved. Terrible game in that final. Not made Europe. And when you look at squads and how much teams spend on their squad, that salary cap, not the salary cap, the salary totals, they're a top four team and what they spend. Yet they're underachieving. They're nowhere near the top four. They finished, when did they finish? Ninth? Ninth, I think. Yeah. And they got close, but again... I, I said it. I said it many times. And Jim, you and I have had this argument. Did you watch the the final on Friday night? Yes, I did. Yeah. Talk to me about Greg Laidlaw. I've said you. He's a leader. He's this. He's that. He was garbage when he came on. Talk about managing a game and influence. I thought he's poor. I, I think that it was the the pack. Yeah, it was going back at the rate of knots. Yeah, it was. But also, it's a hard position to be in. It is. I but think, you, yeah. you've got to add something as an iron. That's why I don't think he's a lion. But anyway, the bad this week goes to Gloucester. And then the ugly. Can't talk Saris up too much. I've got to bring it back. I've got to bring them back oh, down wasps. to earth. Wasps? No, no, Wasps didn't play this oh, week. Yeah, okay. no, no. yeah, but something <laughs> might have happened to Wasps, eh? <laughs> but we've got to get the ugly. There's only one ugly thing. It was both brilliant and fairly ugly. The scenes from the changing room after the game when they weren't. Love seeing that. Love the boys celebrating mm. beers, singing, chanting. Our, our mate Rich Barrington, Baza Barrington, on fire, leading the charge. Just keep your top on, son. Your body is hanging. <laughs> <laughs> your arse is out. Your belly's out. But I love it. I love his passion. Very similar shape to your good yes, self. But that big him, belly button. You got. You, mate, you just got to keep your t-shirt mate, on. You got to go with it. You got to keep mate, your t-shirt. He, he was in the moment. So the ugly this week goes to Baz Barrington for his top being off and his his belly hanging out. Everywhere. Beautifully ugly. I just, you know, what I liked about his song. He didn't know the words to any of them. So no. what he did is he put them all on his iPod in he case did. he won. And he put them on. He was like starting the song before it was meant to start, like because <laughs> everyone was in a good mood. They went so with good. It. That was he great is scene. a legend. legend. Yeah, a legend. 
A legend with a body. Full stop. That should be hidden. With a bod. So the ugly this week, Baz, you're an amazing bloke. Big nutsack. Has he? Is Huge. He? He's got massive. Does he do the massive it, bottles? No, he can't. Bottle? No, he can't, he can't do the water bottle, no. Um, huge. There we go. Wow. Yeah. Top guy. Top effort in the changing room. Just next time, keep the T-shirt on. <laughs> Let's yeah. go to the rumour mill. Hey, I was going to... Tom Croft. Where's he going? I don't know. I've Leicester. heard he's leaving Leicester. I've heard that. In our Coventry homes. He's going to Coventry Ruggers. I could put it out there. In our Coventry, Coventry homes. homes. We speak with an accent exit anywhere. You know what? I'd have a run out for Cov. No. Maybe. Well, you play for Cov. I, I thought you were retiring, Jim. Yeah. I, I, Never drop down no, a level, no. mate. Or two. No, no. Play for Coventry because I've always wanted to play for Coventry. You never know. Anyway, Tom Croft. Yeah, where, where do you reckon? Don't know. I've not heard that, actually. I've, I've heard he's... I've not heard where, but I've heard there's murmurings that he's off from Leicester. Yeah. He's 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 been a brilliant player for the club. He's had a lot of injury problems over the last couple of years. Hmm. That's where I think the club should look after someone like that and, you know, eke out another year or so. And It's like you, Jim. You said you'd play on, and I generally mean this, you said you'd play on at, if you could stay at Saris because you know you get looked after and all that stuff and... You'd be in a good environment that where they know you. You go to a new place, you've got to, got to train hard and earn your spot and all that malarkey that... Yeah. You know, earning your spot on the bench is pretty tough, isn't it, for you? It is. I think it's that whole distress of moving and having to prove yourself. Yeah. And if your body's not up to it, you and know, mate, you can There's only so many well. times you can go to the well. There is. And the well or, is empty. Or, or Mac and Wild for a burger. Yeah. Jamie Roberts. Leaving Quinns, apparently. Apparently so. <laughs> I tell you what they are. If if he does leave, and I, you know, obviously rumours, and I hate, I now hate any rumour that involves Jamie Roberts because I think whoever put that rumour out about the Lions that he's on the tour, and then everyone on social media goes wild, going, "That's a disgrace. That's favouritism." Poor Jamie Roberts, and let's just get things right. When I say poor Jamie Roberts, that kid's not poor. He's, <laughs> he's not. done. He's done well. But talk about the other news, Peter Saeeli. Yeah, coming from Munster. If they are doing a, if he is leaving, I think. I've heard Saeed leaving Munster going to Quince. But it makes sense. He's a hell of a player. And then Roberts to where? Back to Wales, I think, is what I've heard. Why? Why? Why would Cent- you go back to Wales? Central contract. But, mate, he's, he's, he's... Central contract, less games. But he's 30-odd now. He's going to be filtering out soon anyway. Well, same cash for four more years. <sighs> I don't know. Brings in the crowd. Well, let's give him a ring. Brings in the crowds. Jamie, you out there? Jamie! Oh, it's Monaco with Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. You on the, you're on the, the Barbar's tour with him. Uh, played against him, were you? Played against him, yeah. Yeah, smash him. Uh, probably. He's a good lad. He's a good lad. And to be fair, he's a qualified doctor, so he doesn't need the cash. Yeah. Ghetto joining Suntory in Japan from Toulon. Yeah. Oh, the yen. The yen oh, so the strong. Yen. The yen is so big. So big. Halfway home to Australia and so strong. Uh, yeah, fair play. I mean, Gets is still... He's had a load of injury problems over the last 18 months. And ultimately, I, I commentated on a, a Toulon game back in January against Sale. And I got sent these amazing stats from BT Sport from a certain Tim. Tim Groves, good guy. Oh, yeah. Top guy. Uh, and he, some of the stats he sent through. What's Matt Gitto, what's Toulon's percentage of wins when Matt Gitto starts? I have no idea, but I know he is the best player I've ever played against. That's Are you fucking kidding me? No. You played against me, son. <laughs> <laughs> I run no, over you, mate. He is. Um... No, you didn't. You've never, mate, you've never made more than five metres with the ball carry, but carry on. So how many, let's go, percentage stats. Toulon, when Gitto starts, how many games, what percent do they win? 82. That's not bad. 82%. 79% of, of games. It's pretty high. Genuine. That's up and when, when he doesn't play, 
when Gitto doesn't start for Toulon, what's Toulon's percentage of wins? Oh, I thought you were trying to get me to do the maths from... Oh, right. <laughs> from I thought you had a good maths teacher. I thought you had a good <laughs> maths teacher. Yeah, you wouldn't it's know good, you like that. It's good. I had to think no, about so when, that. So when Toulon have well, a game and Gitto doesn't start, what what does the percentage drop to? I'm not looking for the differential here. Okay. Oh. Are you, Andy Rowe, you don't know? No, I've got is. no idea. I was, I was on the, your wavelength as well. I know Gitto. So it's going to be less. So without Gitto playing... Without Gitto starting... Starting... And this is for the this is for when Gitto's been at the club. Seventy two. I'm gonna go for forty six. Fifty two percent. Fifty two percent. So when Gitto in the, in all of Toulon's games since Gitto joined the club, when he wasn't starting or involved in the twenty three, Toulon won fifty two percent of the games. When he does start, seventy nine. There's a case to go. Oi, give us some cash, mate. He is. He's one player. of the best players yeah. ever to play the game. Yeah, I agree. You see a lot of players go to Japan and um, it kind of prolongs their career. Maybe Gitto's going there with an eye also. Obviously, he's going to get some good coin, but with an eye towards the World Cup. No, you never know. You never know who gets. He's physically, obviously, he's had injuries, but he's in great nick. He's still a quality player. And ultimately, he's not that big, is he? No. He doesn't rely on being big and strong. Skill factor, taking the ball to the line, bossing a game. Ultimately, Japan's closer. It sounds like stating the obvious, but Japan's closer to... Australia, and then you obviously you, you look at a little Super Rugby team before the World Cup. That could be a swan song. And he's cashed up to the eyeballs as well. So man. many yen. Tried to get his foreign exchange actually. I messaged him. I was like, mate, you obviously going back to Japan? Yeah, you've got to awesome. move a lot of euros back to yen. You want you want a hand with that? Let's look obviously, at the Premiership semi-finals money before Goody. Uh, money Corp. Money Corp. <laughs> Premiership <laughs> semi-final preview: Exeter versus Saracens and Wasps versus Leicester. Um, how does Saracens go recovering after this weekend? Well, we did it last year. Yeah, but uh, last how did you do it my, last my, year? My, my, well, I let I just want to ask Jim this. Yeah. So last year, and this is I'm lo- looking forward to this weekend amazingly well. I'm down in extra extra series. Last year, same thing happens. You win the Champions Cup. You obviously have a couple of beers or twenty, but then you're playing Leicester at home. Different proposition this year. Playing against extra away, where extra have had eight bonus point victories on the spin. Yeah. Well, let's see that. Explain. Describe. Well, extra routine, the Taurus that we've done very well against. Yeah. When was the last time you lost them? It's a long time ago, isn't it? Was it a couple of years ago at home? And towards the end of the season? Yeah. I didn't play in that. No doubt. <laughs> um, well, I wonder what your stats are when you start Sarri's win loss. Try and dig them out. Yeah, try well, and get Tim good. to dig them out. There you go. Um, Going to be tough, obviously. Uh, I, I don't think any team has won an away semi-final. Am I right in saying that? No, they have been. They oh. haven't. No, people have won semi-final. I mean, I, I might, away. Yeah, I might have dropped a goal for Leicester back in two thousand eight away at Gloucester at King's Home, last kick of the game for saying? Leicester to win. I, I mean, I might have. <sighs> it's all about you. Who start. do you want to win, Judy? Who do you want to win at the weekend? Between hand on your heart. Between who? I'm going to ask you for both. We're talking hand on heart. Right, Sarri's now. an Exeter. Oh, he definitely wants Exeter to win. Why? He always, well, he always goes against Saracens. You know, he always goes, no, where he goes against me. Yeah, I'd love you, Jim. It's a so, Jim, now you've retired, we're going to make memories with the rugby pod. And mate, we are. So, a brotherly uh, love. Who, who are you supporting? Sarri's an Exeter. This weekend? Yeah. Um, who do you want to win? I'm going to stay very neutral because I'm working in oh the media. Word. Who would I like to win? Yeah. Uh, I'd, do you know what? I'd like Exeter to win. <laughs> <laughs> you you asked for it. You Why? Get it. Why? Because you don't know anyone at Exeter. No, you don't love, know I'm anyone not, do you know about. What? Them. I just love. I generally, I'd love Exeter to win the Premiership. Do you know why? Because I really agree with promotion and relegation. You go back. When did they get? But you're talking. Like, you may as well go back fifty years. They come no, out that long ago. Exeter. They've only got. They've been in the Premiership. What? Yeah. Dinosaurs years. I reckon eight years. Well, 
Exeter is, like, pro- is, is probably the popular one. Exeter, if you're a neutral, the way Exeter play, they're not big names. There's, there's not many big names there. There's yeah. obviously Jack Noel and people like that, but they're the they're, they're the sum of their part. They they exceed the, the sum of their parts. Mm-hmm. Saracens, the best squads in terms of quality and, and money spent. Saracens wasps, undoubtedly. Exeter punching way above their weight, and they're every neutrals fan. They the way they play. I like, Rob, I like Rob Baxter. But you're, you're not a well, neutral. Mom, you you mate for me. You mate for know, me, though. So dad, it's like your mum dad's playing. Mum might be playing. Got, you won't be playing. Mum and dad have got a house down in Solcombe. Oh, okay. Near Solcombe. Right, so right. I've, got, I've got roots in Devon, mate. All right. It's like you've got roots in Scotland. You haven't, but you I, have. It, well, if we're going on that then basis, you should support Exeter. <laughs> um, going to be a tough game. But we're if we play our full potential yeah, and they play at their full potential we'll win win. yeah yeah. exactly that but we're very respectful of that team they're very good I like Exeter because of the story that they've got I think Rob Baxter's got to be up there with the best coach in Europe are you fucking agreeing with me now no because I want Saris to win because you agree with my principles of what I'm saying yeah, as I like them, but your mates are me. Yeah, well, so you mates, quite, you mates, work, mate, in... we're work colleagues. All right, this is work. Whoa, fine. No, All right, here's one then. Here's one then, gangster. <laughs> Leicester and wasps. I want to know. Well, it's wasps against Leicester. Whatever. Who yeah. do you want to win? I just want. I, I'm uh, a neutral. Uh, I want to see a good game. There rugby, you go. rugby to be the winner. Who do you want to win? Hand on heart. If someone had a gun to your head and was like, I'm going to pull this trigger, motherfucker, who would you say? <laughs> what is he? Where is he from? Who just, he was from somewhere, I, can't, I don't want to say because it might sound as if I'm stereotyping people who have guns. But he's got a gun to your head. He's got yeah. a gun to your head. Who do you want to win? So I, think Wasser, what? I think Wasser win. So you're going for Wasps? Wasser and beaten at home this year in the Premiership. Okay. And in Europe. Right. I think Wasser win. Who do you want to win? Wasps. He just, I, I, he just I, I, mumbled it. I didn't mumble it. I didn't. Now just say who you want to win. I don't know who I want to win. I've oh, got this. Really Come on, on mate. I'm just being honest. No, just be, just be, just answer. The, like, well, you sit it, there and you go, Jordan Murphy's one of my best mates, one of the coaches at Leicester. And mate, what? you've just said Jim, you I'm want Jim to lose. So, I'm a work colleague, mate. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Bridges. Your, your hair work, is horrible. Work acquaintance. <laughs> mate, you're getting thin on top. I could help you. Come out, on, wasps or, or Leicester? Leicester. I think wasps will win. And you're going so you're going for wasps. You want wasps to win? No, I think wasps will win. So Goody wants wasps in the final. What an absolute sea bomb. I think wasps will win. Yeah, wasps. I think wasps will win. In the Champions Cup playoff, you guys got any thoughts oh, on that? Imagine playing in that. Oh. Could you imagine? I played in it. Wow. I played in it against Stade Francais a couple of years oh, ago. Oh my word. Two-legged affair. Northampton against Connacht. Can you imagine Northampton watching that Gloucester game? Yeah, just and cheering, like, right, oh, I'm, off to, I'm off to Dubs. I'm off to Dubai. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I've got to go to Connacht away. Oh my God, shoot me in the mouth. It's Connacht at home then. It's at, it's at Franklin's Gardens. Oh, is it? Yeah. So Even, got, worse. Yeah. Even worse. Even worse. Because Galway's a great night out. <laughs> it is actually. What's the nightclub? Is it Crystal as well? Is it? No, there? it's not Crystal. It's not. It I don't know what it is, but it's one of the best nightclubs in the world in Galway. Clacker. Any Galway girls? Yeah. So who? Uh, okay. So say here's a question. So say so you want to play Leicester in the final? Or do you want to play Wasps? If Saracens can beat Exeter. Personally, yep. Prefer to play Leicester. Why? I don't think they're as good as Wasps. That's exactly my point. That's what I thought. That's what I said. So you've ditched Leicester. Yeah. But no, I, I just want. Said I thought Wasps. I think Wasps going to win. But I I want Leicester to be in the final. That's oh, the difference. I would rather play Leicester in the final. Yeah, because you you said they're shit. <laughs> you did. You said I want to play Leicester because they're shit. I heard it. <laughs> I we heard it. We all heard it here good. on the pod. Right. All right. Well, we'll be back again uh, for an, for another episode next week. And uh, I just want to ask if there's anyone out there that wants to give me a job. I've got, I've got a job for you if you want what? to be a recruitment consultant. You fancy yourself for sales? How much you get for that? Oh, twenty k a year. Twenty k a week. Basic. Twenty k a week. <laughs> I need a job. 
I need to feed, feed, my, feed my wife and kids. <laughs> so they ain't talking to me anyway. Are they not? No, wife's not happy. Is Bruce talking to you? Bruce is hanging in there, the dog. He's all right then. I've got to go back. It sounds rude, but it isn't. I've got to go back and make it up to my wife. This how, evening. how are you going to do that? I'm going to make her a cup of tea in bed. Are you going to, I'll make love, sing her a song. I'll, I'll make, make love, love to you, back like you want me oh, to. Oh, yeah. I don't know the rest of the words. I'll now. hold you tight. We'll be back every again next day, week. Every night out. No. And next week when we get back, we will know who is playing in the final, whether Saracens have got past Exeter, whether Goody's Wasps Come on, have Lester. got over Leicester, who knows. We'll be back again next week. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and make sure you follow us on Twitter and subscribe on iTunes. And follow me, Jim Hamilton, for on Twitter. Pod, pod, pod. Uh,